El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do this show. Joining me today, you might know her as one of my co-hosts on The Monday Show. If you don't, I guess we're not friends. You probably don't even listen to my blog either. She's also a super funny comic and an actress, and we are happy to have her on the Unpop Show for the first time, ladies and gentlemen, Raquel Jason. Also joining me, he is six feet four inches of walking human trash. I don't know if I got his height right, though. He's also one of the funniest comics in all of Los Angeles, in all of the country, maybe all of the world, motherfuckers. Ladies and gentlemen, he is my co-host on Unpops and on the Monday show, Jeff May. And we have another special guest. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. Hi. Hello. Hey, Hi. we don't have an intro hey. for that. Hi. Hi. Unpopular. Hi, Unpopular. Hi, Unpopular. I have Jeff and Raquel from the Monday Show here. We're here. We from are the here. Monday Show. Hello. We what? Have, we, we have imported we're, we're ourselves. We're from the Monday Show. From That's... the show, the Monday Show. You host, co-host the Monday Show with me. Here's the weird You remember? Part. I always thought it was the mundane show. I thought that too. That's why when he said it, I was like, well, have, I been, have I been saying <laughs> it wrong? <laughs> have I been saying it wrong? Is it mundane show? <laughs> I mean, that might, might be my error. I'll fix it. We'll change it to the mundane show. I really need to change my act. Yeah, for that show, I thought for it was... sure we have some T-shirts to update. I've been toning too. it down. Yeah. I was just like, "Hey, you want to see me be boring?" <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we also have Cameron Tillman joining us. Yay! Yay! Cameron is an Unpops listener, Iraq War vet, legend, legend, various yeah. nicknames, all those things. Uh, at least one or two. Cam the man, and then in parentheses, yeah. it's yeah. Till. Aren't you nationally ranked in twine art as well? I thought that that yeah, was... Yeah, I'm actually that? surprised you heard about that. It was... Uh, I mean, was everybody's kind of talking about it. Oh, God. I'm, now I'm just... Yeah. I'm kind of blushing about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a little nervous that uh, that you guys heard about that, but I am still pretty <laughs> proud of my success. So I'm going to be honest, Cam. Well, we we do our research here at the All on Pops studio. That's, but, that's, that's not true. Better than I do. All I did was get drunk and get ready for this that way. <laughs> yeah, that's here in the notes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good, good. Oh, he's also good at wine art. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh. I don't get it. Get ready for hot takes like that all day, Cam. Rock and roll. Better than I can do, so... I forgot to turn Aww. the online-stopwatch.com clock on. Oh, then we haven't been recording. Online-stopwatch.com for all so your online Sorry, everybody. Stopwatch needs. I guess none of this is happening Cam, right we now. we will call you back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't know how we're going to proceed. Whoa. Was that me echoing in the background? Yeah. yeah. I think it wow. Was neat. Did you get picked up? I have up? a very powerful voice. You may have been picked up by my mic. Oh, no, that wouldn't have delayed it. No, that wouldn't make yeah, sense, probably Jeff. Probably it's probably Cam's fault. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, wouldn't blame me. It's the best way to go. We'll still blame Jeff somehow. I'll take okay. it. I just know I'm going to get hit for this. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of getting that feeling too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'd apologize, but again, I'm not sure you don't deserve it. <laughs> I had it coming. It's fine. Okay. We, we sure. all have fun here, except so, for Raquel. <laughs> Jeff. Real struggle. What have you been up to this week? Well, I'll tell you what. I uh, went to the movies yesterday. Bra- and- you know, oh. the hardest part of this show for me is the first few minutes. It's not nice. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. A lot happened. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. You were there. And that's why we call this segment This Week in Me. Yeah, that story was half about Adam. And it's about to get really intense. I play. I wish Cameron could see me playing this. Yeah, you are I've, shredding. In yeah. my mind's eye, I've got this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope it includes my shirt blowing off in the wind. The fierce oh, yeah. wind. But it's a t-shirt, which is a weird way yeah. for it to happen. Yeah, I feel like it's, you went with a t-shirt. Your shirt but blows you... off, and you're suddenly wearing a David Lee Roth jumpsuit. <laughs> just doing the jump kicks. But just sitting down. <laughs> like, it just goes through his everyday <laughs> life in those jumpsuits. <laughs> I, would be, I would be way into that. Yeah. That Isn't story I had was... For a while? He what? like yeah, quit rock and roll. Yeah. He's like an EMT. Imagine you having am- him. We gonna save your life, Scooby Doo Pop. 
There's sparks everywhere. <laughs> I would assume at that point that blood laws have made me delusional. Yeah. <laughs> there's like glitter in your wound. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no way to recover from that. Yeah, you're right. You're like, so fucking... Last, yep. thing I'm, last thing you see before you go under is David Lee Roth. Sammy Hagar goes and gets his, like, a, he becomes a doctor just to, like, one-up him. Is it, is it Gary? I'd be pissed if I got Hagar. Is Gary David Sharon Lee. an orderly here? <laughs> it's a Van Halen 3 reference. That is a Van Halen 3 reference. No, my story was half about you. Remember when we uh, yeah, went to tell the movie? people what happened yesterday. We uh, tried to go to a movie. We tried to go to a movie, and uh, I discovered I had a, a mild toothache, and I discovered that that mild toothache was a massive infection in my in my tooth. Jesus. And you say that like it's a surprise because we've been through at least like three of these since we've been yeah, dating. Like Jeff's medical—he's basically like like he's like he's always coming from the Civil War. Like <laughs> you just—he's like, oh, I'll just uh, sterilize this needle and then take care of this abscess on my own. I'm like, what I'll is bite happening? Bite down on this hunk of leather and just yes! saw it off. That's fine. I mean, that's not too far off from how it went. Um, yeah, but like I touched it, like I poked it to see if it was like tender and immediately got like a massive fever like it like it was like a button that was just like you need to overheat i almost took my clothes off in the bathroom at a regal cinema because i was just so unrelated matter yeah (laughs) yeah so we're we're, we didn't even make it to the previews no i came in like i came in dizzy jeff goes to the bathroom and then comes back and i had one of those at first i i couldn't really tell because you were like leaning forward and then you sat back and looked at me, and I was like, we have to go. It is time to go. Jeff's going to die in I this mean, movie. Did you contact Fandango or whoever? No, they're not going to give a, me my a money. a movie back. theater, you can, for any reason, if you leave within the first like 15 minutes or something after the movie starts, they'll refund your money. You don't have to oh, say really? anything. You can just go up to the box office we'll and be go, like, we'll look, go, we got a call. We got to go. Get that money back. We'll go again. That's fine. No, but we should. I owe you one. Because nah. I almost died. And then I'm like still trying to be nice and small talky with the Uber driver on the way. Trying to be like all understanding, she's going the wrong way as I'm dying, and I'm like, "Ah, it's fine. Just take a U-turn. Just take a U-turn right here." Jeff is like crazy, almost like Christian missionary nice to Uber drivers. Yes, like I know. he's very yeah. aggressively friendly to them. I know this. Well, you were an Uber driver for a while, right? Yes, yes, I was. Yeah. And he always mentions <laughs> was. that too. Like, hey guys, I know what it's like. I've been the behind the man behind the curtain. That's so. important for some people when they're driving to know that there's somebody that that's like. It's like when a cop pulls another cop over. Like, Why didn't you tell me you were a cop? Like that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly the same. Well, it's, I work retail now, and so every time I have to check out another place, I'm almost offensively kind to them. Yeah. So, yeah. How much do you hate yeah. deodorant and bronzer? What's that? Or what do you sell? Uh, I work at a uh, like a regional grocery store. Oh, nice. Oh, oh yeah. That caters to mostly senior citizens. It's basically oh, my nightmare. That's not good. Like oh. a lot of people returning fruit and writing with checks. Oh yeah. With checks. Yep. Like I hard pass. Yeah, like that seems like a Michigan too. I feel like Michigan they're still doing checks for everything. Oh, they're doing a lot of checks. Yeah. That's that's no I, way to treat a veteran. I heard it's the checks. There should, there should be another <laughs> born in the USA sequel. Just yeah. about yeah. Cameron having to work retail. Yeah. They lost Don't <laughs> write Cam some checks. Don't. <laughs> there should be like that should be they should get their uh the greatest generation revoked. After they, <laughs> after they write a certain number of checks, be like, you're out. You're not the greatest generation. Or for card. dropping no. those bombs on Japan when we didn't need to. But that's for another podcast. Which, mm, <laughs> But also the greatest generation. When the greatest generation came home from World War II, they were not very great. No. They, no, were, they weren't. Are you talking about my grandpa? Yeah. Yep. And my grandpa? Yeah, most of our grandpas. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Really bad. You ever talk to a grandpa? A lot of bad Usually scenes. trash. Yeah. Haven't you seen my bit about it? Yes. Like, like grandparents all still say Chinaman out loud. Like they yeah. all do. Yeah. No, he came up with that was one of the things. Like my sister and I, we were talking when my grandpa passed away this past. Uh, I think it was two years ago, and I was like, you know what's weird is I'm gonna kind of miss his folksy racist words that I've never heard anybody else mutter. I'm like, there are yeah. racist words that are thank goodness have just yeah. they've died with him. Yeah. Did he call like, black people shines? Like what is that? Like. <laughs> Why is that even a thing? Like, yeah, there was sometimes when you're really like, how did that even, like, the genesis of certain racist words? Yeah. I'm like, how did that even come about? I had a landlord right. knock on my door once and ask me if my neighbor across the hall had been bringing darkies in and out. Whoa! I've and heard I was that like, one, yeah, before too. I, I was anyway, like, extra did you just ask me that? <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, but then you're like, ah, you can't do fractions. Yeah, like you don't understand fractions. So I, 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 yeah. 
you're yeah, gonna, that you're is. gonna die. That's soon. like yeah, racist cop in a seventies show. Yeah. Back when yeah. even the progressive cops were racist. Pretty much. Yeah. So they were progressive by virtue of not beating them. Wait, I, I, you cut out and I missed it. I feel like that was a joke. I want to hear it. He said oh, they. Were... I don't do jokes. You guys are the comedians. I'm just a just a random. You're pulling killer. your weight. <laughs> Gotta be honest. We've never been to war, and your jokes are just as good as ours. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that a little bit. You were uh, you fought in the war in Iraq, right? Yes, I did. I was a, a basic Marine rifleman from 2004 to 2008. Wow. Uh, I was deployed twice to the same city both times, uh, Aramadi, Iraq. Uh, it's the capital of the Al-Ambar region. It was kind of a shithole. See, I went in 2005 through 2006 and came back from that deployment on April 1st, which was, of course, a treat. Ha! Uh, <laughs> yeah. Spent the whole time shaming. expecting them. Yeah, were you not, waiting not for somebody like, to <laughs> jump out and be like, ah, gotcha? Oh, yeah. No, at that point, I was expecting them to be like, no, we're, we're straight up turning this plane around. Yeah. We're just fucking with you. are not going on. Your plane just lands in Iraq <laughs> again. Yep. Welcome back. And then uh, again in 2007 uh, for most of that year. Uh, Marine Corps does uh, seven-month deployments. Oh so God. it's a total of 14 months there. What's Ooh, it like bro. being away for that long? And just uh, like, what? I mean, does it? They call that a Marine's dozen, by the way. 14. Yes. It's one more than That's a exactly baker's right. dozen. Because <laughs> we're just slightly better than bakers, I believe is the reason. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's kind of a weird one. At the time, I was already kind of away from it. Like, I was living or a station in California, but I was from Indiana. Woo, so party! Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, the good part of California, too. 29 Palms, the middle of the Mojave. Oh, shit. Just about yeah. A, yeah. You ever been around that way? No. No, no. It's very it's, hot. No, we're not near, Marines. Near Bakersfield. Yeah, we, would, we wouldn't survive there. Oh, it's near Bakersfield? Where were you guys doing Yeah, we still wouldn't attack? survive there. No, no, Bakersfield yeah. I can't even go to. <laughs> no, no, it's not a great place. Look, Cam, I'm just saying if you were in Bakersfield, maybe that shooting wouldn't have happened. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, except for all the falsehoods to that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. No. Except for the part where Jeff's wrong about it. Yeah, no, no, no. just for the, the not correct part. But that's all right. Yes. Yeah. It's funny. Don't make mistakes. Part of me wants to be like, do you know my friend Nick? He was there. <laughs> like, is that what do a lot of people do that to you when you're like, I was in Iraq from, you know, 2004 to 2008. And people are like, do you know my friend Nick Lambert? He was there. <laughs> not even in the same branch yeah, of the military. Yeah. yeah. And what's funny is occasionally you're like, yeah, I did know that guy. We're kind of a tight knit community, especially in the Marine Corps. We're fairly small. I'm, so you hear about. Like, hey, you know that guy? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, I hated that guy. I don't want to talk. <laughs> My friend Nick always had really funny stories. Like, he never really told the really gross, grisly stories. He did right. once, but he normally told these funny stories. Like, one time he, like, accidentally lit one of the only lawns in Baghdad left on fire with a flare. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was, like, a, he, I guess he was supposed to shoot a flare off, and uh, he picked the wrong flare. He took, like, a longer delay flare. So instead, it was just like, it shot like just like a ball, and then it landed, and, and then oh, just Jesus. and then it flared off in someone's <gasps> lawn, and just like burst the whole thing into flames. But <laughs> he destroyed. He was like personally responsible for the destruction of I think three Humvees because of IEDs. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god! And he's like fine. He was like perfectly fine. He was his only injury was hear, hearing loss. As crazy as yeah. that all is, I really want to talk to the yeah, guy. I'm who's, sorry. I'm sorry. Keep it. No, yeah, I geez, was gonna lock it up. Jeff. I was just gonna make a joke about how I want to talk to the guy who was tending the last lawn in Iraq. Oh, yeah, the one, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that guy's seen. I that want a movie about that. A dad. Yeah, I need yeah. a movie about that side yeah, that's, character. That's uh, uh, probably an Oscar award-winning drama. Right there. <laughs> yeah, right. Like the, just the tragedy at the end. My friend's dad used to cry because he would keep putting. He was too cheap to put like sod out, so he'd put seeds in the ground, and he would like work all day, and then the birds would come and eat the seeds. And he just, he, he just oh, sit in the birds. window. <laughs> Cursing them and shaking his fist. I've been rolling in my head the phrase hurt lawn keeper. I'm trying to make it work. Yeah, I was thinking like and the constant landscaper. Yeah, or something like yeah, that. There's got to be something there. Nice. Yeah, we'll write no, this I'm movie. Leave that yeah. one to you guys. I got nothing. So, do you have any crazy, like, what's the craziest thing you saw in Iraq that won't horrify us? Well, or, you oh. know, you don't have to do that. Don't horrify us. He's like, you know what? Or horrify us. I don't you know. had to sit through it. We can sit through the story. Quick when I got out, uh, the types of stories you don't tell. Because what are the ones you don't there's tell? Some, yeah, there's just... He's uh, like, I shot a kid. <laughs> Actually, I've heard that story I already. That story. I would tell I that did. story. I'd feel I nothing. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> it got real dark real fast. You're a lot different than Carl Winslow from Die Hard. You <laughs> <laughs> took that shit to heart. You just rolled with it. You're a real man. What do, you, um, what do you mean the stories yeah, that you don't tell? Like what's what, you don't okay, I, I guess because you guys are well, afraid Marines of Marines have a tendency to have a lot of gallows humor. 
Like we're it's unsurprising considering the nature of the job. Is this like an ear there's necklace? There's a lot thing? of shit that's not funny to anybody else. And oh. when you tell it back in the states, back home, the looks you get aren't usually. Oh, that was pretty funny. It's more like, well, we need to have you committed. So oh, I learned yeah. pretty quick to kind of dial those ones down. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. I also yeah. really want to hear one of those stories. Now, yeah, though. yeah. We, give us one of those ones. Give us one of the ones that would offend most of our listeners. All right. I'm going to go with a semi. Okay. We'll go with one that won't get anybody convicted. So of it crime. starts with the N-word. <laughs> oh, so my. It's... Okay, go on. <laughs> Grandpa? You're back. So there I was in my robe. and This is very courage under uh, fire. He said he's going to have to try to do something that won't get someone arrested. <laughs> All right, go yeah, for well, it. It was kind of a weird place. At one point, we were doing a 24-hour observation post, which is when you get sent out in the city to just basically take over somebody's house oh for a little while. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, uh, again, very well, weird That's place. not the story. No, but, but how do you do that? Do you, <laughs> you, you knock on the door? You kick in the well, door? Do you just sitting no, there not. while they're it's, having, like, what? For the most part, by this, by this point in the Iraq war, we were trying to, it was very much wins, or win the hearts and minds bit. So you right. brought, so, like, a bunt cake? Yeah, exactly. I made it myself. It was pretty good. Nice. Um, now you go in there, and by this point, they had also kind of figured out what was going on. So if we all show up, they they mostly just open the door for us. Like, okay, the Marines are coming in. Uh, with the 24-hour ones, you'd have the Terp talk to them and be like, we're going to be here for a bit. Um, you got any soup or something? Like a blanket? Because we're, we're hanging out in your house. Mm-hmm. Right. So a little awkward. Uh, yes. But anyways, that's a pretty common thing we did because we had to keep eyes on a bunch of places in the city that they'd like to mine that we didn't have permanent positions in mm-hmm. right so in this case we were actually just on the main drag between two other the permanent ops so we were just kind of getting a different angle and i'm on the radio uh keeping radio watch and i hear over it that somebody has been spotted dragging what looks like a bomb out on a sled oh my god uh middle of three marine ops so like somebody calls us in and then immediately it's just three fields of fire converging on this poor idiot. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so I'm hearing that, and uh, the react force goes out to see what what was what, and they see that he's still alive. Like, oh. he has taken a lot of rounds, but he is oh, still alive. Oh, no. And that, uh, that thing on the sled was definitely an IED he was trying to plan. So, Wow. The gunning in charge went, well, we could move him, or we could just detonate this thing right here. So we detonated it right there, and I, yeah, they they Dang. shot it with a couple of I think Mark 19 rounds, the, the machine gun grenade launcher, and Holy detonated it. Shit! Wow. I am at this point laughing and also kind of weirded out, but yeah. mostly yeah. laughing. Yeah, so I'm hearing all this on the radio. They're all the all the decision making's going on on the radio too. So I'm just kind of incidentally hearing this shit. Eve's and so the next on. thing, <laughs> basically. So the next thing I hear after the explosion is uh, that gunny going. Oh, man, he's gone. He got disappeared. And then five seconds later, somebody else goes, no, he's like 10 feet away, and he's still fucking alive. Holy oh, shit. Yep. Wow. So at that point, the spirit of fair play took over, and we were like, all right, fine. We'll take you back to Charlie Med. The part of the story that Keep I don't to- ever like telling, he didn't make it to Charlie Med. He didn't make it to our medical place. He didn't One of our docs beat him to death with a rifle. Oh, oh, oh. wow. So, so about telling a story for people that wouldn't get arrested. <laughs> I yeah. didn't give a name. <laughs> yeah. That's that true. But fair. That's, that's funny, though, because that, that really shows a lot of the realism of war and sort of yeah. how people are going to deal with somebody who tries to kill you. Yeah. Well, it's such a yeah, different I mean, where, world. Where do you draw that line? I mean, but that, that yeah. story does make Full Metal Jacket look like Bambi. Like, where I was like, <laughs> oh, that, I used to think that Bambi was very violent and that was a hard thing to take. But no, I was mistaken. That is a Disney movie. Yeah, that's actually one of my Tamer stories. So again, oh, wow. don't like so how do you do you sleep at night or how do you sleep Pretty at bad. night? No, no, no. I don't mean Pretty in like bad. a bad way, but I mean like, <laughs> look, I, I, my dad no, no, is the a veteran. Is actually, right this way around. My ex- how do I sleep at night? I'm a monster. No, no, no. I don't. I don't no. <laughs> you seem delightful. Um, no, my dad's a veteran. It's severe PTSD and didn't see anything anywhere near that, but severe PTSD that basically ruined the rest of his life and if we would go to wake him up in the middle of the night because we had a bad dream you had to my brother and i used to joke about it, you had to wake him up and then you had to duck because he'd go into yeah. this jujitsu move and punch into the air immediately like that's yeah, before a... he was awake so how, how you sleeping <laughs> great good um, i'm happy then <laughs> no not not so much uh, actually nowadays it's pretty good but it took me until about 2010 to recognize that i had ptsd because mm-hmm. it's it's 
more subtle than people think when it's yes. you. It's yes. not always just fireworks on the 4th of July and you cowering under the oh, bed. Oh, no. No, and even, I mean, yeah, fireworks still piss me off, which is great because I always live in college towns. So this <laughs> period of time, we're still doing 4th of July. You know, you can you can move. Can I you? can. I can. And the idea has definitely popped into my head more than a handful of times a day. Go to a place where n- nobody will celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> so go to Wyoming. Just find a spot there. Nobody's yeah. going to celebrate things in Wyoming, right? I hear Delaware is quite depressing. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is. Um, so when when you, if you don't mind me asking, and in any of this, just be like, hey, Raquel, shut your fat mouth, it's none of your business. Hey, Raquel, if that shut is, your fat mouth, it's none of your business. I had that coming, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I set myself Walked up right that. into I really that. did. It kind of did. Yeah, um, but when did you know, because here's the other thing that really, and it's not to make it about, but I also, uh, my ex-boyfriend is a was an army ranger. It's also right. severe PTSD and going through the system with the VA and whatnot, there were things to help, but there weren't any things where I got a little frustrated at one time where I was like, hey, you guys broke him. Why, why don't you yeah. fix him? Like, how how did you and a lot of a lot of because it's such tough men who are drawn into this and tough women there. They don't want to acknowledge that there's any kind of like, quote unquote, weakness about them. And that, right. that's kind of encouraged in a sick way where I'm like, hey, you're 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 messing these people up so- a bit. And then you're not. The culture of the military, especially on the combat arms side, is very much, hey, walk it off. It's it's the dinging yourself on the high school football team mentality yeah. where you're like, yeah. oh, no, it's fine. Just walk it off. And later on, you're like, oh, yeah, my brain turned to jelly. When did you so, accept that you're weak? <laughs> uh, I accepted that too thin. <laughs> yeah, I bet Basically all the time. Considering that most of my Facebook posts these days are the sappiest shit imaginable. Yeah, no, I'm pretty weak. I'm cool with that. Yeah, it's uh, it is a it's a bad culture for getting us fixed because yeah, yeah you, you are supposed to be able to just suck it up and deal with it. Problem being, the suck it up and deal with it section of your brain is probably part of your brain that's broken. So yeah. yes, it's not like that's going to help. You're not going to be able to fix the tool with a broken tool. So so how did you come to the point where you you actually even just realized like, hey, I'm having some residual stuff from being in such an intense environment. Like I when, had a couple of weird issues. Like it, I noticed that I was having trouble holding down a job. Like uh, I was a good worker, but I couldn't. Like every day, it was just accumulating. You'd have to meet new people, and they were mm-hmm. you're just terrified of them. And mm-hmm. eventually, you're like, I can't do this anymore. I got to go. Yeah. And it was such a weird thing for me because I'm like, I I was a marine. I do hard work. This is a strange thing to have a resume that makes it look like I'm joking whenever I turn it in. So. That was kind of a clue, but I also had a couple of incidents where it was just – I made some weird decisions, not like crazy ones, but just ones mm-hmm. that didn't make a whole lot of sense to anybody else. Yeah. And then finally somebody sat me down and was like, hey, this isn't good. Like there's something wrong here. And I went, I think I might have a problem. Let's go chat with the VA. Jeez, good for you though because I mean, well, you've been getting through that system. But also just sitting down to realize it, like it's, it's very frustrating yeah, the, to witness people who won't even – The thing about me is I, I lucked out. Like I got a pretty supportive family. Not a lot of my guys oh, yeah. have that. Fam. Tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good one, Jeff. That was a good job. That was solid. No, you're lucky because um, that, I mean, generally the armed forces don't draw people who have the most sort yeah, of settled and supportive lives. home life. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of a lot of uh, guys who just went in because it was that or jail. You got a lot of guys who just had no other options. It's yeah. Somebody said once, I think on this podcast, that it seemed pretty predatory how the military goes for the young kids in like yeah, in high school yes. situations. Yeah, yeah, in high school. It is. It very much is. That's sort of the the game. They want people who really don't have much in the way of a stable life. They want people who aren't really mature and aren't going to understand that going overseas to fight a bunch of people you have no actual problem with for basically beans is not the best investment yeah. of your time. I always yeah. loved how the Navy would be like, come be a Navy SEAL. Yeah. It's like, that sounds awesome. It's like, just kidding. You're going to be in a yeah. bunk and a yeah, carrier forever. I read. You're going to be doing paperwork. That's it. <laughs> When I was researching this, I found an interesting article, and this just covered uh, 2003, but it was about the war in Iraq and the war in Afghanistan and how people tend to lump those together as if they're just kind of two sides of the same coin, basically the same war. And this just covers 2003. I don't know how consistent this stayed throughout the war, but this is from a New York Times article. And this is the percentage of army soldiers experiencing combat stressors in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, seeing dead bodies, Iraq 95%, Afghanistan 39%. Being shot at, 93% in Iraq, 66% in Afghanistan. 
being attacked, ambushed, 89% Iraq, 58% Afghanistan. The only one that's close, receiving mortar or rocket fire, 86% Iraq, 84% Afghanistan. Yeah. And no someone killed or seriously injured, 86% Iraq, 43% Afghanistan. That blew me away. I had no I didn't know that either. idea that it was actually that different. Do you, would you have any insight as to why that was ah, so different? I can only give you the grunt's eye view. That's uh, great. Right. Every time I try to do research on Iraq, I, I get depressed and angry. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So uh, Why? For the most part, well, you know, <laughs> just, I had plans for a summer home, and they turned down my zoning approval, so I... <laughs> Get it. <laughs> that was a terrible joke. Really <laughs> I good. really liked that joke. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, I liked it. Um, okay, well, the only thing I can give is like, yeah, maybes. Uh, Afghanistan was is a pretty spread out, um, mountainous country, and most of the fighting was kind of ah, hell. I don't know. It seemed like it was more scattered. Yeah. Because I wasn't there. I didn't go to Afghanistan. I had the opportunity to extend my time in the Marine Corps to go and for some reason decided not to. Oh, what? Yeah, I know. I'm lame. It's see the world, it seems, man. Yeah. It seems from a from like a, a political standpoint that the Iraq war was a war with Iraq and Afghanistan was a war with uh, Al Qaeda. Right. Yeah, which was and, like yeah. Uh, like oh, a, the almost or the Taliban, yeah, the Taliban. Yeah. which wasn't necessarily the entire country. Like the people of Afghanistan were very resilient to that in the first place, right? Right. So you had a lot of people being chased out very quickly, whereas Iraq people were staying more, right? Well, yeah. the problem we ran into in Iraq was uh, the influx of foreign jihadists was one thing, but the fact that the like the, the Iraqi nationalists turned against us so quickly that was that was yeah. the big problem yeah. because they have that. The thing that people don't bring up about Iraq is that the only reason that they managed to keep together, aside from Saddam being a complete whack job, was their sense of nationalism. They had a strong sense of Iraqi nationalism in that country. Mm-hmm. That was what kept the Sunni and Shiites and the Kurds mostly together, despite the fact that that country had only existed for, what, like 60 years, 70 and, years? And we were yeah. just there things. like 11 years prior. Yeah. 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 So when we went in, we expected, obviously, the the – cheering crowds in the hooray America and let's build a McDonald's in every corner. And you got and the that. nationalists. We got that. We did <laughs> actually. McDonald's everywhere. The nationalists went, uh, we appreciate you taking care of Saddam and all, but could you fucking leave? And yeah. when we did not leave, and also when we went through the debathification, we failed to pay the army on time, just a clusterfuck on the initial part. But you guys may actually know that better than me. Cause I was a teenager at the time, the buildup, I was, not paying attention to. I was only there when it all realized, or we realized it had all gone to shit. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the only reason we managed to make any headway in 2000, late 2006, 2007 was because we finally managed to convince the nationalists, hey, um, we, we want to leave too, man. Like, it's, we, you don't want us here. We don't really want to be here. So we had to open up dialogues with them. But until we had done that, yeah, it's, it was everybody was pissed at us. So it's, it was a weird one. Yeah. I have a, I have a, a question more of uh, on a now that you're back here. Sure. It's almost a two-parter. Number one, can you not see movies or, or TV that depict wartime without sort of being, I guess, pulled in and having it affect you know your, your disorder that you sort of was or had you picking it apart and being like that's or, fake or yeah and like my other fall fallout my 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 next question for that would have been like if you do see these things like what do you see where you're like that's that they get it this one gets it. Like the Hurt Locker gets it, Generation Kill gets it, or something like that. Yeah. The Hurt Locker really got the uh, like the aesthetic, and then the rest of it, I was like, "Why are you guys doing that? That's really dumb." But no, I don't have a. I kind of do have a problem. Like if I'm real drunk, I better not be watching war movies because then I'm just a sobbing mess. But the rest yeah. of the time, it's I'm I'm a very detached person. That's kind of part of my symptoms. Is that so? It's with PTSD, or that's just the type of person that you already? No, were? no, it's. That was part of my PTSD. It's it, it hits. It's an umbrella diagnosis, so a lot of yeah. people have different symptoms. And in my case, it's a lot of yeah. It's a lot of numb. I do numb a lot. So do you have uh, um, impulsive behavior as well? Aside from the drinking, no. <laughs> <laughs> aside from crying during the kingdom, good like a bitch. That's how you keep your impulses in control. <laughs> you drink them down. 
Yeah, you gotta you gotta suppress those things with alcohol. <laughs> and what are they doing treatment wise? Like, what have you found? Has it been, there been anything that that I'm I'm just curious for my own like people in my life? Like, yeah. have you found anything? Yeah, I didn't that's... have a question going. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I didn't have a question. Uh, ask, that's fine. Sorry, Jeff. Jeff had a follow. Answer question my movie question about before we chick talk about or something. Before we talk about your important medical. <laughs> have need. you seen Beaches? Is it like that? The sadness. <laughs> I haven't seen Beaches. <laughs> Do not it's watch about, it. You don't need Norman that beer to cry. <laughs> it's about, oh, man. Um, yeah, I, uh, no, I've have you been missing out on a lot of movies recently, so uh, <laughs> mostly because I listen to a lot of podcasts. So yeah, yeah. It's better, yeah. These are like a wall. <laughs> kind of. Wall horse. Like it wall. wasn't a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted our network to love us <laughs> the way we loved it. Rambo. It is Rambo. That is Rambo. John, John yeah, Rambo. I still actually yeah. enjoy the, the end of that movie. I shouldn't, but it's so heavy-handed. But it's also like, well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's like, yeah. He really nails that. Yeah, he did have a point. Yeah, but my dad got all mad because he, I guess, he was just went to Canada to teach yoga or something, gym or uh, some aerobics or something. Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. My dad would just uh, we'd watch those movies and then he'd come out grumbling about like, well, I, you know, and he's making them millions, and I was like, yeah, but he's an actor. He's an actor. So, he's an artist. and you know. I my old history professor called John Wayne a draft dodger consistently because he fought in Korea. My old uh, professor and oh, he really? hated John Wayne, and he was like, <laughs> and he would bring it up. And we're we're teaching. He taught me like Russian history. I'm like, there's nothing about John Wayne in this. <laughs> yeah, there's no yeah. reason to talk about. It. He's like, God, that it's bullshit dodger. too because John Wayne was in the sands of Iwo Jima, and that's kind of like being in war. So. Yeah. Well, he also played. <laughs> Geng- he also played Genghis Khan. Oh yeah, that's that gets you all the the military credit you need. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was an important ruler. He, re- he really was, <laughs> and John Wayne was perfect—the perfect, perfect choice to play gang. He was the yeah. Tom Cruise of his day. When people talk about Hollywood whitewashing, be like, you know what it used to be? <laughs> <laughs> it used to just be John Wayne. John Wayne and Mickey Rooney. That's it. Just those two. This character kills people. Call up Wayne. <laughs> so I. Uh, a, a thing that I wanted to talk about, and I I, I sent you this link uh, earlier. There's a yeah. story going around now about Trump and the Iranian nuclear deal, which which is a thing uh, Republicans very much hate. Uh, Obama signed it, and Trump has been the Republicans in general since Obama signed it, not just Trump have been wanting us out of this deal pretty much immediately. It was a curveball to a lot of people, too. It wasn't just Republicans that were like, what? Well, it was a curveball because, I mean... They're an enemy of the state. Well, they're an enemy of the state, but the problem is... We haven't had much in the way of diplomatic relations with them since... Right. What, the embassy, right? And the thing is, we tried to destroy their nuclear capabilities with a computer virus. There is a fascinating documentary about it called Year Zero. Wow. And uh, we failed. Not only did we fail, they kind of increased their nuclear capabilities after that. And Oops. we sort of didn't have a choice except to sign this deal. And this deal is you can keep your nuclear program as long as it's not for weapons. Which right. I, I don't know if that sounds familiar. Yeah, Ahmoud Ahmadinejad, he was a big guy that liked to do what people told him to do, right? Right. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. Part of this deal involves every 90 days we have to certify that they're in compliance with this deal. And they have been. And there's no right. evidence that they're not. But Trump wants to be able to decertify this deal and say that they're not in compliance. And this deal has a – it's called a spot inspection mechanism where if we think they're making weapons, we can demand that they let us go in and inspect. And if they don't let us go in, then they're not in compliance anymore. And what basically Trump has already come out and said in interviews – you can you can Google it and find it. He's basically said their plan is to ask for access to all these military sites – even though there's no evidence that there's weapons being made. And so when, they can deny. Right. And, and we got a reason to break it. Yeah. He's like a drunk uncle and, at Thanksgiving. And he yeah. seriously is. Yeah. We should turn it into a big glass ball over there. And that's pretty mm-hmm. much how we got into the Iraq war. It was the same yeah. thing. We mm-hmm. were accusing them of having this weapons program, and they were saying, no, we've let you inspect, and you don't need to inspect anymore. And it turned into a thing where we invaded. And it seems like that's 
where we're headed again, except with oh, Iran. Oh, shit, Adam, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It worked yeah. the first time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Got us in there. Cam, you, yeah. well, you want no, to go back exactly across the, the pond? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that depends on the day. It like, may be better than Michigan. Yeah, so. It's going to be your weekend at Bernie's, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's my go-to sequel, by the way. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, it fit. Uh, no, it's it's basically the exact same thing, yeah. And I got nothing, man. It's just dumb. It's so, insane. I mean, what's your reaction to that, having been over there and having to really deal with the fallout of that happening before? It's, I mean, are you, scream, are you screaming into a pillow at night? Like, just saying, like, ah, Trump. Uh, not anymore. No, I'm, I'm much calmer these days. Uh, well, that's good. But, no, it's, it's, it's absurd. It's fucking stupid is what it is. Because it's – I have a problem with – assuming that the Iraq war was like just so that Raytheon could make some stock market moves. And I feel the same fucking way about this Iran thing where you're just like, who's pushing for this? Yeah. Because what benefit are we going to get from going into Iran? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you have to break the sanctions in the process, because those sanctions that it's not just between us and Iran, it's several other allied countries of ours. Yes. And they're all certifying. Right. They've all said it was good. And if we're the ones who are like, nah, it's not good. I mean, our reputation ain't great as it is. <laughs> no, no, it's our tarnished good. reputation. Yeah, <laughs> but that—that's why we're why we're doing it this way. They call it they—they they have a name for this. It's called radical enforcement. Like they've come up with a name for this strategy, and right. the whole point, which I mean, they've said in interviews, is basically to make it seem like Iran's not in compliance, but to do it in a way that makes it seem like it's Iran's fault. So then our allies don't blame us when we break the deal. You're picking a fight and you want them to throw the first punch so you don't look like the bad guy. Yeah, Yeah. you're You're using everything in your ability to to be – you're provoking them. Yes. Yes. So that they – That is the word that I wanted to use. Thank you. (laughs) I was like, what is the word where you do that thing? (laughs) Yeah, it it is – it seems very much like that. So I I don't know. Move to Canada? Yeah. Well, that's (laughs) – my follow-up question to that is, as somebody who is a, a combat veteran, do you find – I find it very strange – Jeff, you're not a combat veteran. That's him. That's not you. Oh, oh I guess I wish Are I had been sure asking – I wish I had been asking him a question this whole time. <laughs> I always wonder, like, when you when you see the sort of split in, in Trump support from veterans, it's, it's like – it, it almost seems like a 50-50 split of veterans right. that are like, you got – you know, he's, he's our commander-in-chief and we got to – you know, thank you. Thank you, sir. And then the other people that are like, what the fuck? You are going to send more people over to die for literally no reason. Yeah, and like, veterans' benefits as well. D- does Part either- of it's going to be because if we're talking about active duty guys, they they got to be real careful what they say. Because right. it is illegal under the UCMJ to talk shit about the commander-in-chief. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even so, think of that. But that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. But for, for vets, not every vet's a particularly canny or wise or decent person. So you're going to have people who are like, yeah, fuck all the Muslims. Yeah, we saw platoons. We know. <laughs> yeah. It's all, these are all our points of reference. This is by actually, the way. yeah, this, the entirety of life can be distilled down in the platoon. This is a known fact. Yeah. Um, actually, if I mentioned before, I did have some veterans in my life that were close to me. I don't. That's not important. Not strictly. We did go on LC platoon together, though. Yeah. I did see that with my dad. See? Very nice. I almost my dad liked to get drunk and watch Thin Red Line. He really should have picked platoon instead. The Thin Red Line <laughs> is so good. Like I liked I, it more than I liked Saving Private Ryan. I don't think I, I ever liked saw it. I didn't see it the first time, and then like subsequent. I think it may just be tangled up in memories of a drunk father. So it's yeah. it's basically if you were writing a long drama about war, right? Like it, it's much more of like a big ensemble cast, whereas Saving Private Ryan's a lot more focused. But it, it's really right. good. You should watch it sometime. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Was this the military? <laughs> I have to uh, take your orders. How much do you like the movie Renaissance Man? <laughs> I seen it. Oh come on! You now. don't need to. Which means I'm missing out on a joke. Danny DeVito is a Hardison? teacher. He teaches dumb people in the army. What? Mark Wahlberg's in it. Yeah, I've never seen it either. <laughs> really? Some of your favorite celebrities are in it. Mark Wahlberg, Kadeem Hardison, that that black actress that hates black people. Oh, Stacy Dash. Oh, Stacy yeah. Dash. Sure, yeah. Um, the guy who it turned... feels like we're going to get to the end of this, and it's going to be one of those bits where I go, "Really?" And Jeff goes, "No." I was just no, it is that. too. It's we didn't like plan this ahead of time. I have seen this as okay, one of the sure. bad guys. Remember when he goes in and says like, "What's an oxymoron?" Because he's yeah. talking, te- teaching them about yeah. oxymoron. I feel like Cameron would have seen. Kadeem this movie. Hardison from The Sixth Man is in it. 
this none of this can be real, right? Yeah, it's yeah. real. Does Great. he does he wear those glasses in it as well? The, the Wayne Wayne flip Dwayne up Wayne glasses. <laughs> huh? It is real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not in Israel. I think it takes place in California. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair point. Um, what were we talking about before Renaissance Man? Because now all I want to do is. I watch would like him. to know if you have a dog. Did I, did I say I that don't. out loud yet? Really? I feel like no. you seem like the type of guy who'd have a dog. I'm I keep you getting told I should have a dog. I, right? I'm like, going to join that list. It's only been within the last year that I started getting treatment that's been helping. Mm-hmm. It didn't help, but it turned out I also had sleep apnea, and nobody knew about that until oh. last year. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was a fun combination. I spent 10 years not sleeping, basically. So. Wow. Wow. Um, that's funny. You know, they so have those... that, yeah, kind of. Was. That's funny to me. <laughs> yeah, it's they pretty great. They have those PTSD dogs that can like dial nine one one and save people's lives and stuff. I, I mean, you could just use them for they regular do. errands um, to dial nine one one for fun. Actually, getting through to getting one of those dogs is a luck of the draw kind of thing. Ah, well, okay. you can't win if you don't enter. <laughs> That's true. I mean, the shelter. Same is thing like I tell all dogs. the people who spend all their money at the lottery at my store. So, oh, oh wow, Raquel doesn't do that. I, I do that. I buy lottery tickets. Why not? Because you already won the lottery, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Gross. But so Fantastic. We hear a lot of things about the VA and how awful uh, getting treatment through that program is. Is that something you've experienced? Has it been it's, bad for you? It's been hit or miss. I, get- I end up defending the VA a lot more often than I expect to because mm-hmm. there's been some shit that's gone down with them. Yeah. But it's also... Like we got a lot of vets who need their service, not even just the PTSD side. Mm-hmm. If you if the vets who require VA services for a wide variety of things, mm-hmm. they also need treatment. And meanwhile, they're not getting more money, so they're not getting a lot in the way of personnel. At the yeah. time, my my local VA, uh, the Western Michigan area has quite a lot of vets because Western Michigan University has a bunch of benefits for them. Mm-hmm. So we get a lot of vets in this area, and the nearest uh, VA is at Battle Creek, about thirty miles away. Battle and, Creek. Oh, yeah, it's a treat. Great place. It's got battle in it's the got, name. That's it's poetic. got Kellogg's. Yeah, that's where Kellogg's Jeff, is. Jeff, eat your Cheerios. <laughs> uh, so our PTSD clinic has, at this moment, one psychologist and one psychiatrist. Jeez. Jesus. That's not yeah. battle. Like that, operating yeah, out of a van? Like this just it pretty still close. sounds like triage treatment to me. Like It kind of – well, part of it is they just – they can't keep psychologists and psychiatrists there. I've gone through three in this one place. He killed them. They just <laughs> look. I can neither confirm nor deny it. But uh, I've gone through three in just Battle Creek. I went through more in Maryland when I was living there for a period of time. Mm-hmm. It's it's a hard job for them to do because they're just they're constantly seeing us, and I'm probably yeah. one of the better ones they get because at least I understand how how to not act like a well whatever not to toot my own horn. I haven't punched anybody in the face at. The VA, so I'm doing pretty good in comparison to some. Look at this bragger. Only at the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> only at the grocery store. Now, and only if they're old enough that I know they can't fight back. So, so is it true, and I heard this somewhere, that to survive a war, you've got to become a war? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly true. That's, in fact, uh, the motto of the United States Marine Corps. I do like that. Uh, don't look that up. Semper mm-hmm. for survive. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what's, your, uh, what's your feeling on the Wounded Warrior Project? Because every veteran, uh, it, well, I'll let you answer first, but I don't really know much. I've gotten some uh, some assistance from them before. Really? Uh, yeah, they gave me about five hundred bucks. It was pretty nice. good. Yeah, Did and you, then they kind of it, forgot I existed. Five hundred bucks worth of weed. <laughs> that would have been cool too. Like oh, yeah. weird! I've heard weird things about that specific charity that they they might not necessarily be as charitable with their money. They're not. Uh, Forty to fifty percent of their uh, money is spent on overhead, like lavish parties where the guys riding in on a horse or rappelling down for their annual yeah. uh, meeting, and then also they the which is I understand mismanaging money or whatnot, but they also run other uh charities that help veterans out of town like they'll cover that they'll 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 take them to court over anything like oh your your logo looks like ours so and then they'll basically bankrupt them so they're the only game yeah. in town that it's that is Walmart from what yeah i've it's a good move heard. though smart like yeah, i said they gave me some money but that doesn't they forgot well, about not, me afterwards yeah, so I'm not yeah. trying to sway you and oddly anything. enough 500 bucks was not enough to get me going at the time. Oh, Raquel great. wants that money back. Yeah, I was that's what this is you, actually. You want to, okay. Can, can we borrow <laughs> some money, Cam? I hear you keep bragging about $500, but... Did you file with that. the VA? Like, do you have your paperwork done to, like, get your, like... Yeah, I, the settlement I do. The it's actually... And... 
Did it? Yeah, that came in a couple of years back. So, and in fact, is is the reason that I was able to do anything other than hide in my grandparents' house for the last five years. That's good. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it came in out of nowhere, so that was nice. And then after about a year, mm-hmm. maybe they uh, cut my benefits in half and cut the pay by three quarters. So, oh my god, Jeez. they can just well. Do I mean, that, that wasn't what are they a, Uber? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, they uh, they did that to everybody. It seemed like so. I, I, I like know, I tried to get it's... representation to to find out what was going on because at the time I was like, we haven't really fixed much here, guys. So yeah. all you've done is put me on Tamazepam and then uh, not tell me never to go off it because oh. that was a fun withdrawal. Oh, jeez. Yeah, what? yeah. Benzodiaphrine withdrawals. Turns yeah. out that's one that can kill you. Yeah. Oh, it's like your own extra war. Yeah, Bonus war. <laughs> yeah. Despite the fact that I do interesting man in the world would be has been very good about giving me medication that uh, tries to kill me. So oh, my, my personal favorite being a guy who gave me meds that gave me uh, the side effect of really, really heavy aggression. Oh, <laughs> so, God. That's what you want with people with PTSD. You know oh, how to use guns, yeah. It was not. Yeah. So I called him up and I was like, hey, uh, this is not going good. Uh, we need to change this. And he's like, I got an idea. And then he doubled the dose and retired <gasps> the next day. Oh Jesus. my God! That's, that's like him that's flipping not a off par... his bosses on the way. Yeah, that's oh, not yeah. a par with an office shooter. My yeah, first, good, but my, you shoot. My first health insurance job was answering customer service calls for Champus, which was oh boy, uh, it was or probably still is the military health insurance. And right. I got a call from a woman once at maybe seven in the morning her time. She's just sobbing, fucking hammered and she she has to get a referral to go get treatment for alcohol but her doctor uh who they referred her to last time one just gave her drugs to get her off alcohol which is a thing that happened to me before too and she was like i don't need to just replace it with another drug i need to get help and uh the other problem was after he prescribed that he went to rehab for alcohol himself. Wow. And she was like, now my doctor is in rehab and I can't get to rehab myself and I can't get, and it was so fucking hard to get her that referral. It was hard. I was on the phone with her for like 90 minutes. It was the saddest. Well, yeah, I mean, I had to talk her down a little bit. So talk talk her off. Drunk chicks are easy. What are you wearing? You nasty. Yeah, it was existential despair. She nasty. <laughs> it was dark. It was very dark. Should we uh should we read some comments? Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Cam, you on the comments uh, now? Uh maybe. <laughs> you know Guess what? It's a big world out there. Huge. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. The things you say don't matter. Cam. We want you to know that's not true. That's a little true. Unless you're me. <laughs> we call this segment Your Voice Matters. Where we read your stupid fucking comments. So stupid. From the past few shows and respond to them personally. Impersonally. Fade it out, Brett. I love still telling Brett what to do. Yeah, you see him backstage at a at a Portugal the Man show. I didn't see I wasn't at that show. I, I realized I've never seen him not drunk. Yeah, he was every, like, I'm every, sorry I'm drunk. I'm like, I've literally never seen you any other way. If you had seen me at the <laughs> Anaheim Portugal The Man show, you'd have seen me really drunk. That's they are the best. I had the yeah. best time at that show. Yeah. Drunk yeah. Brett and Adam. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because I do always run into, I'm like, did you pregame by like a day? Yeah, Brett pregames <laughs> hard. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to a Dodgers game in a couple weeks. That's he's right. already drunk. Yeah, he's yep. already drinking. You got to get started early for that. Getting ready for it. <laughs> you should call his military insurance. To get that <laughs> Should we even read this first comment? No. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> somebody said something not so nice about the meme. Here's the thing about the mean men, because this was the episode where we did the mean men thing. Like People like took that as permission to like start talking shit yeah. on the mean boys, where it's like, don't. Yeah, we wouldn't have them on the podcast if we didn't love them. Yeah, yeah. That's... They're fucking great. Their podcast is great. Their fans it's are the best. fun. <laughs> Their yep. fan is the best. That was a dig. <laughs> Oh, hey, hey, oh, hey. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed, I usually enjoy hearing Connor and Keith. 
They're great as long as Randall's not interesting qualifiers. As long as Randall's not here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was that was the the all usually. That might be one of my favorite episodes I've ever listened to. It's one to. that I really wish I could enjoy more, but I spend the whole time full body cringing. Yeah. It was, it was so I literally woke Tom Ryman up to listen to it. You should have been in the room. It was. Uh, yeah, I imagine it was great. It was something else. JLV says, I feel like if Jeff and ATB went to North Dakota looking for riches, it would just end with Jeff putting ATB through a wood chipper. That's fair. That's yeah, right. That's, that's right. accurate. Yeah, yeah that's that not tracks. Wrong. I get that. Gabriel Ferrer. Oh, no, that's another. Ooh. That's all right. No, that one's funny. Oh, uh, Gabriel Ferrer says the mean men part had me busting a gut. More like busting a nut. Hey, oh, oh, hey, yo, what, hey, what is that guy? What are you, some, some kind, kind of, of some kind of pervert? What are you, some kind of perverted jokester or something? Oh, oh, oh hey. hey, you just got mean men. <laughs> <laughs> mean men. Copyright the mean men podcast. Uh, Jen Ryman says, oh, my God, great fucking episode. I learned something and laughed my ass off. Please do a mean men episode. It would be hilarious. No, no. We're probably not going to do that. No. Uh, Pat Arms, who says, time to go re-rank Jeff's character voices. Mean Men, Sass Bitch, My favorite. Zoo Crew, Clippy, oh, Chet yeah. Impression, any yeah. other. And I got to be honest, I'm taking a, uh, I think my Howard Stern's better than my Chet. I think your Howard, I think my Chet's better than your Chet. And I think your Zoo Crew voice is the best. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you very much, Jeff. What wonderful <laughs> comments. I love the Sass Bitch. It's my favorite. Sass Bitch is fucking great. And Clippy. Yeah, Clippy's great, too. Uh, Allison Pruitt says, will the show at the Alex Theater be on the YouTube channel? No, but we are, I think, going to live stream it for, for some subscribers. subscribers. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll you guys just sort so this out So get on now. board, people. Yeah. Sign up, you assholes. Get on board the Patreon Express. <laughs> Tickets starting at $5. $5 for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. <laughs> Can you do that voice all the time on this show? Uh... Let's see. Uh, Jeremy Herring says, we still use those metal gas cans at work to fill up the mowers and weed whackers. Why? Why yeah, would why you? Would you why, yeah. yeah, replace Plastic them. ones are like six bucks. They're not that yeah. much. Uh, Buy some new ones. They love the mean men. Yeah, people yeah, really people were really. into that. Travis Wolf says, Anthony Scaramucci is the unhinged, coke-fueled White House communications director we deserve, but not the one we need right now. Well... Yeah, that was a bummer. They listened to your objections, I, Travis. <laughs> we jinxed him hard. We did. We we got Scaramucci out of office. And people, clearly. who was it? Was it, I forget who said it. Was it Danger that was like, "Hey, you gotta, you know, what do you think about these people?" It's like you can't fake it. Yeah, yeah. You have to. You have to. Yeah, you got to be I, really earnest about it to make it work. I there was somebody. It was like a tweet where it's like, "In ten days, Scaramucci got a job, had a kid, lost his wife, got fired." It's like he was a fruit fly. <laughs> <laughs> James Hill says Venezuela's economy is so fucked that their currency is worth about half as much as World of Warcraft gold pieces. That's insane. Let's go start mining. I did click the link, and he's correct. Let's go mine some World of Warcraft gold. We should. Yeah, Venezuela's fucked. That's the only thing that bums me out about this episode, except for everything, is that uh, if if this is true, then my prediction about Venezuela might be wrong. Unless we go to war with all of them at the same time. I really wouldn't put it past us at this point. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. tired of being right about things. Let's get though. Fortunate Son back on the airwaves, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was a confusing comment. Jeff Clay is one of the greatest things ever on this network. He was caught, He was like combining. and Clay. Yeah, and I was... Because I also, I was like, what? Oh, I immediately went like Die Hard. Because <clears throat> he pretends Clay. to be Clay. Clay. Yeah. That's where you went with that? Yeah. That's, That's where, whenever, whenever that anybody is named he... Clay, he's Clay. Like... Bill. Bill Clay. Huh. Big wow. Meek says, good leap. just joking, I'm not <laughs> going to read you. Big Meek's comments. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey, yo. What are you, some kind of Republican or something? Oh, <laughs> hey. You just got me mad. <laughs> oh. This was fun. Well, I mean, not fun. You get it. No, it was fun. It was I fun. had a nice time. It was good times. I learned a lot yeah, of good things. Time. I got some ammo against Cam. Yeah. 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 I, you if know you what? need any more, I'm willing to. Yeah. I deserve to be shot down in every way. So. There's a sound effect for that. Is there? Nope. I'm not going to let off do the it. gunshot sound effect with do someone it. who has. All right. I think... Do it. But I don't think he'll even hear it. I won't. Oh, you yeah, didn't? he didn't hear it. Nope. <laughs> well, you never hear the one that gets you. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's right. Oh, oh man. High five. That is oh. a good way to end this show. Kim, what would you like to promote? Get Unpopular your shit together. Unpopular Opinion Podcast. Uh, buy, buy on Patreon. Yeah. Nice. Look at that. A little are show there, right off. Are there any preferred uh, like charities or anything? Or 
Anything you want? This no. Is your, this your moment. <laughs> no. What's a pet peeve of yours you hate that people who go to the grocery store do that you want to be like, hey, guys, Yeah, if you could tell anything to your customers, what would it be? Please don't take your day out on the cashier. Yeah. Oh, oh, there it is. Yeah. 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 That's good advice. Like, I'll, I'll, everywhere. I'll take it. It's my job to eat your shit with a smile, but oh. eventually one of us is going to snap. Oh, there's yeah. videos for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do what do we have to plug? August twenty third, come to the Unpops uh, live uh, stand up show in Glendale at the Alex Theater, seven thirty p.m. Doors open eight p.m. The show starts. It's me. It's Jeff. It's Quincy. It's Caitlin, Leah Kajanian, Mo Mandel. Go to eventbrite.com and search Unpops, and you can reserve a spot because it's free. But space is limited, motherfuckers. I, we hope we see you there. I. Uh... How come Mo Mandel hasn't done a Mo Money poster with his name and his face in the Damon Wayans thing? That should have happened. I don't know. He also had a po- uh, podcast. <laughs> he had a podcast <laughs> called Mo Versus the World. Yeah. And I was like, why don't you call that Mo Against the World like the Tupac album, yeah. you idiot? Mo and- Against the World. See? Yeah. And now that podcast isn't on the air anymore. This is Mo Against... Really? That's what happens when you disagree with that Todd Brown. That's right. When's this going up? This is going up this week. Oh, perfect. August 11th is Mint on Cards, second Friday of every month. Uh, beautiful uh, Magnolia and Burbank at Blast from the Past. Uh, it's fantastic. It's free. Food trucks. You guys know the drill. You can catch me Saturday the 12th at Nerd Melt, at Luck of the Draw, and uh, the 23rd at Unpops. Hey. hey. Oh, also come to the Darkest Hour on the 11th. Do that. Go to go to Mint on Card, then come to the Darkest Hour. That really is perfect, by the way. It is. You can Because like, it gives you just enough time. To get over to Santa Monica, like enjoy a little yep. walk and then go to the show. And let us know if you're coming. We'll probably hang out with you in Santa Monica beforehand. Okay, when, when We're really nice. Out? When are you coming out? Yeah, you, we'll uh, let you buy us. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on my way right now. I'm walking. <laughs> you should come out, though. I think, I think one of the things. It'd be nice to make it back out. One of the things I've noticed about fans is like they'll hit us up afterwards and they'll be like, I was at your show, but I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> like, that's yeah, come up the, and say something. That's Every... the moment when you should be coming up and saying stuff. Like, we yeah. want to. We want Jeff to meet. loves compliments. Hey, yes. hey, yeah. hey, we want to meet you. We're the meat man. No. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, oh. <laughs> All right. Quality. And also uh, subscribe on Patreon. You get good Patreon.com slash on Talk to your friends. We've tell your friends. Got Everybody a lot of podcasts. Raquel, do you have anything to plug? I would just like to say thank you to Cam. I, I don't know. It's, you were delightful okay. and interesting. All right. And Calm down. Yeah, and you were a lovely, I, mean, I, I appreciate it, but man, Lovely addition <laughs> to the show. Well, don't be on their side. I feel like maybe you and I could be on a side, and then it's, it's more fair. I've got like a military That's guy. That's true. And then That's true. I should be. Adam's got Jeff. Even in the odds yeah. out. But Adam is the host, so. Yeah. I like in that scenario that me and Raquel fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I have to fight Cam? That's not fair. No, you no, be it's fine. great. Trust me. I you, you, did I ever say like I almost jo- I literally almost joined the Marines and then I backed out. It was when I was in college because I was like, I need a change in my life. I'm twenty, life is hard or nineteen. <laughs> and literally I backed out and then uh, about a month and a half later, nine eleven. Oh, nice. And I was like, Boy did I miss I missed out, huh? I feel no, great because I found out I was a coward. Yeah. yeah I, s- I was like, Thank God I'm not going to Is it in a coward or is it I sent in the the card saying I wanted to join the Navy and a Navy recruiter. And I was serious about it. And then a Navy recruiter showed up at my house. And the first thing he said is he like gave me the up and down look and was like, you're going to have to lose some weight. And I knew (laughs) that was true, but also that's no way to start a conversation. So I was like, fuck you and the Navy. Get away from me. The Navy was recruiting my brother hard for nuclear engineering. (laughs) Jesus. They were like, because I guess the ASVAPs, like there's a certain score. And they they were like, like hustling and hustling and hustling. And I think it was like one of the parents was just like, that's the dumbest thing in the world and you won't end up doing it. Yeah. They're just like, that's not. And my brother's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Well, the job that I was being groomed for when I went into recruiting is a foreign linguistic optologist, and they were desperate to fill that slot. Oh. And I went, I took the test for it, and then I came back and went, no, I want to go kick in doors and shoot things. And <laughs> oh. literally everybody in that office is like, you're the biggest fucking moron I've ever yeah, met. But did, sure, go for it. Did you speak a lot of languages? Or? Yeah. I didn't yeah. speak any, but I had an aptitude for it. So. Wow. Have uh, you ever have They, you they ever have a defense that? linguistic test. Where they they go, they make you like basically figure out a fake language, and so me and my buddy both went and scored pretty high on it. And they were like, "This is perfect. We need this job filled." And I went, "Yeah, but I'm dumb and angry." So that's like a real whimsical way to give somebody a career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like Can how the Church Elvish? of Scientology, like, oh, you have a free personality <laughs> yeah. test, like, 
Wait, what? I was really hoping I'd find out later that it was like Klingon or something. It was like <laughs> already constructed language. <laughs> Surprisingly not that different from Arabic. Nice. All uh, right. Well, we should get out of here. We have to record the Monday show next. Hey, everybody, listen to the Monday show. From two days ago. I'm on that. Yeah. Well, you know. It's still there. It's still this, We get it. Yeah. Well, I'll edit that out. Raquel, say goodbye. I don't know why you edit all my stuff out. Goodbye. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the Cam Tillman rookie card, everybody. <laughs> Cam, say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. We do love you. Straight out of Michigan. <laughs> Let's go straight up.